Welcome to episode one of Acid Washed Memories. Today we're going to take you through TGIF. I am your host, Joe Morata, with my co-host, Michael Quinn. How are you doing, Michael Quinn? I'm good. Good? Yeah. Folks, you may be able to find us elsewhere on our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. That is our main podcast as of now. Yeah, you may have heard us. You may have heard of us before. Perhaps you're a fan of that show. Yeah. But today we're not here to talk about wrestling. Oh, no. We've got one topic and one topic only on episode number one. And that is TGIF. Now, each episode, we're going to go through a particular acid-washed memory from the 1980s or 1990s. Quinn and I are both children born smack dab in the middle of the 80s, are we not? Yes, we are. I'm 86. You're 85. We are right in the prime time, if you will. For all that nostalgia, all the things you would see on like BuzzFeed and all these remember this, remember that type of lists. Yeah. We do remember it. Yeah, we experienced it. We experienced it and we're here to talk to you about it. So tonight, Quinn, we're delving into TGIF, the famous ABC block of programming from the late 80s into way into the 90s and even the 2000s. Did it go that far? It did. Did anyone watch it past that point? I don't believe so. (laughs) And what we're going to talk about is... uh, how kind of how it got started and go through the lineups give our reactions to some of the shows and talk about some of the shows roseanne and tom arnold are coming to tgif how did tgif get started well this is interesting so abc had been kind of hit upon something nice with their show perfect strangers in 1986 a great show great show Larry and Balky. I, I believe, Quinn, even your mom used to refer to it as Balky. Yes, in my household, we didn't really call it Perfect Strangers. <laughs> in fact, I think I was confused about the name as a young child until like the later seasons when they like lived somewhere else. But like, <laughs> I just remember that we just called it Balky. And I would always look forward to just him being like the ninja thing. Right. Remember that thing? Yeah, Balky the ninja character thing. Yeah. So they kind of started hosting these in-between segments on ABC's Friday night block in the 87-88 season. Starting next Friday, Perfect Strangers is on a whole hour later. I'm trying to tell them that, but we only have five seconds left. Five seconds? Watch Perfect Strangers next Friday. That's new time, 9 o'clock. 8 o'clock, Central and Mountain. <laughs> so for 88-89, they decide, let's start to tie this into something maybe more marketable. Something right. branded as something. Let's give it some cohesiveness. And they had already gone through something called the Terrific Tuesday branding, which is kind of a mm. silly name if you think about it. That doesn't sound right. Although they did have a Terrific Tuesday, if I recall. I think the Wonder Years and stuff was on on Tuesdays. Were they on on Tuesdays? Was it was Roseanne like Tuesday on? or Wednesdays. Like, the Wonder Years was like later, if I recall. I remember always like nearly falling asleep <laughs> by the end of the Wonder Years. Right. Yeah, Roseanne and all those Roseanne. shows, of course. So TJF, by the way, stands for Thank Goodness It's Funny. Really? I always thought yes. it was Thank God It's Friday. No, like, they see they want you to think that. This whole time you've, this whole you've debunked time. this thought in my brain <laughs> that it was Thank God It's Friday. Well, that's what we're here to do. So anyway, by 88, by 89, they have decided let's brand this thing as TGIF. Let's have all of these shows. And at a certain point, all of them were like Miller Boyette, which is funny. And I guess we'll, oh, we'll yeah. get to that. <laughs> it was like they put some money in ABC's pockets or oh, something yeah. and said, we want TGIF. <laughs> yeah. TGIF had a theme song. It was like it was a held together two hour block of programming. Right. The original one, the original opening, I don't remember. It was these animated mice or something like that <laughs> in the opening. I yeah, I don't remember that one. <laughs> Uh, 
saying like it's time for a good laugh or something. I don't I can, know. I just remember gonna have some fun. Sure, TGI sure. yeah, like exactly. that thing. It's Friday night and the mood is right. We're gonna have some fun. Show you how it's done. TGI. But anyway, so that's how it got started. And let's take it to the lineups here. Quinn, if you want to read off the initial 1988-1989 lineup, this is Friday nights on ABC Prime Time if you're a kid to be watching television. By the way, just before this, this was the fall, winter, and spring lineup. It never changed throughout the 88 and 89 season. Perfect. So for the original run here, we had Perfect Strangers. Oh, Balky. Balky himself, okay. mm-hmm. Full House. Right, okay, that was with, in season two at that point. With Michelle and everything. Yeah, and, and Have Mercy. Have and Mercy cut it out. and every iconic 90s thing you can think of. Now, the last two I'm not as familiar with. Mr. Belvedere. Okay. And just the 10 of us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and of course, uh, before we get started, there was also a show that was a very big consistent <laughs> through all this um that would be post tgif and actually it's considered part of the, the lineup I guess yeah 2020 yeah. With, with barbara walters and lou downs and all that i don't know how funny 2020 was <laughs> but I, I mean i would always be happy if i was up late enough to see 20 i'd be sure. like i'm an adult now yeah, like, i know it's like 10 years old man i know what's going on in the world exactly barbara <laughs> walters is gonna tell me and I'm gonna interview uh that George Papadopoulos or wh- whoever. <laughs> Stephanopoulos. Steph- I don't know if Stephanopoulos is there, but what was the old guy with the weird hair? That There's the, a lot of the, them, Quinn, the course, if we're talking the about. The correspondent. I'm not sure. I don't know. So let's start with the lead-in show. So Perfect Strangers was the initial 8 o'clock show. Right. I loved Perfect Strangers. Oh, me too. Big fan. That was more of an adult-oriented show especially for this lineup yeah it is for this lineup however it's very goofy like it's oh yeah no in no situation in life would this be normal or like (laughs) this is this isn't some normal two guys living together situation no this is a somewhat uptight neurotic man larry appleton who moved in from wisconsin to chicago to work there right and his distant cousin from this fictional island of mepos which is kind of like greek mediterranean thing it's not real right it's not real he moves in with him and of course all sorts of immigrant hijinks follow balky you wrote a check for an apple and a pack of gum ah of course not don't be ridiculous (laughs) i also brought you this nice bug light Balky doesn't understand anything, yeah. basically, the show. And it also had one of the best opening themes, I can recall, on the entire lineup here. Like, I love the opening to Perfect Strangers. You know, where they're walking through Chicago. And, Great location shots of Chicago. And, and Balky is like, he's on the back of the horse or whatever. You no, know he's what? touching the horse. No, but he goes on the back of like this oh, thing yeah, with the horse and carriage and says, America or burst. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then they're like jogging or something. Jogging, like, sure. By Lake Michigan. Like, yeah. And, uh, of course, who could forget them getting stuck in the uh, revolving door? And then, remember, in the later season, they're, like, dressed up in, like, suits or something and coming up from the subway? Yes, and Balky's got, like, suit shorts on. (laughs) Yes, because only, like, Balky doesn't know anything. So it's, like, every single thing Balky does, it's, like slightly wrong it's not completely wrong mm-hmm. but he's like good natured so like no one gives him a problem of course and the irony yeah. of the show is that really balky is wiser than larry right he just is not accustomed to the american culture just yet right he seems a little silly but he's really the smart one right so we're smack dab in the middle of that show's run there and the eight thirty show then would be full house in its second season what a great show 
when you're a kid, but even now as an adult, I love Full House. Oh, yeah. It's a fantastic show. Iconic. Um, I know the revival kind of made me think about it soured uh, some people but yeah. it also reignited i think the love for the original oh yeah i mean it's got a great feel to it where you're like you feel like you know this could be your family or something because it's like nuclear the way it is it's like sure. it's not like a it's not like a typical family where like it's mom and dad and blah blah it's it i like the idea of the situation that you know this guy's wife died and his friends and brother-in-law, brother-in-law. come in to help raise the kids yep hijinks and sit whoa 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 joey this is a living thing you don't just stick in a pot use a meat rack <laughs> i'm an idiot uh, come on okay all right good all right settle great. down here there we go are you gonna cook michelle we're changing her diaper oh then how do you roast a turkey <laughs> And another great intro. Oh, yeah. Another great theme song. Yeah. Everywhere you look. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's fantastic. It really, and it, it's so 90s. Like, I, I know it, it started the in the 80s, yeah. but like a lot of people, like the way it looks, like, oh, yeah. the, the, all the catchphrases. The house itself. The house itself, which I've always, we had arguments we on. We have yet to figure quite out between the two of us anyway how each staircase in each different room, the kitchen and the living room, could connect to the same place. But that's a topic for a different show. Yeah, we should have a, an episode about uh, 90s house, house layouts <laughs> yeah, or something. Should. Yeah, So the 9 o'clock show, this is strange, you're right. Mr. Belvedere. Now, Mr. Belvedere was a show, folks, and Quinn actually ran from 85 until 1990. So, it had so a, this was like near the end. Yeah, and it had a sizable run. The thing I always remembered of Mr. Belvedere, and I don't ever remember seeing it on TGIF. I it wasn't even on Nick it. at Night, was it? No. Is this the guy that was the, um? he was like, British he was like a, nanny. a butler or something? He's like a British nanny butler that lives with them, and he's the sage, and he helps them through their problems. But do you remember who the dad was? No. Bob Euchre. Oh, really? Bob Euchre, Mr. Was Baseball the, himself. Yes, he was the Very dad. interesting. I guess it's just not like when I was a kid. You know, cutting classes, hanging around that sleazy arcade on First Street, playing till midnight, and then sneaking in my window so my old man wouldn't catch me. <laughs> it was an okay show. I was never a big fan of it as a kid. I mean, like, basically he was replaced by, uh, what was the guy from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you remember? Um, <laughs> oh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yes. Like, basically Jeffrey became the Mr. Belvedere <laughs> of the 90s, <laughs> basically. but on a different network. And now we've got for the 930 show the death slot technically i mean really the 930 show was never the important one yeah i mean that was like okay the adults are ready to watch 2020 like exactly like, go to bed go yeah. to bed it's friday you stayed up long enough yeah just the 10 of us now i don't remember this one really this is a miller boyette i believe and i mean i'll tell you from the um logo here it looks like miller boyette all the way it's basically about this gym teacher who, like, <laughs> it's true, who, like, has a wife and there's a bunch of kids. Like, he has, like, eight kids. So now, the yeah. ten of them is him and his wife and his eight kids. Now, I hear here it's a spinoff of Growing Pains, which is another... Growing Pains, yeah. And that was never part of the TGIF lineup, but it was an ABC staple for many oh, years. Oh, yeah. Growing Pains was definitely one of my favorites. I, I love that show, and I love also their kitchen, by the way. But You're a big fan of the Growing Pains kitchen. Well, they had like that Florida room style kitchen with all the plants in like the eating <laughs> nook. Like, I don't know. But just the 10 of us, I 
really this was before my time i think yeah me too and not necessarily before my time like i was alive but it wasn't something i was looking, in your memory looking forward to or anything but what if we jump ahead now to the 1989 1990 season as the tgif lineup starts to take place we start with a different lead quinn what do we have so now they've they've moved full house to the opening slot as the i always remember spot yep. and that's and that's really i remember full house was the big bang at the beginning yep. it was like right but now there's a new addition who do we have a spinoff of perfect strangers family matters that's right not a lot of people a lot of people when they think family matters yeah they think can i do that right Urkel show right yeah family matters actually started out as a spinoff, Harriet Winslow was the spinoff character from Perfect Strangers. She was the elevator operator, right? At the Chronicle, yes. Yes. Mind if I use your phone? Don't touch that phone. <laughs> you want to rephrase that, baby? Even Carl and Eddie appeared in a couple of Perfect Strangers episodes. Mm-hmm. Hi, Balky. Hey, come. So when you get to Family Matters, one of the ideas I've heard this was a working class version, like a blue collar version of the Cosby's. And if you look closely, you can kind of see the well, parallels. Like, you know, Carl's a cop and Cliff was a doctor. And Harriet is a, is a working yeah, mother. Claire was a lawyer. Right. Eddie is very similar to Theo in a lot of oh, ways. Yeah, he's kind of a doof. Yeah, like, he's he's good hearted and he's mm-hmm. not really stupid. He's just stupidly youthful. There you like go. you know what I mean? Like sure. it's like he he makes dumb mistakes, but he like I remember as it went on, it was like no, Eddie's not dumb. He's just a kid. Like you know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> and the same way that Theo grew up as the years went on, so did Eddie. Right. Yeah, exactly. He became a cop himself, actually, towards yeah, the very end. And when it moved to like a different network or something, CBS. Like CBS. Yeah. I remember there was an episode where Eddie might have been shot in like a shootout or yeah, something that's right do you remember that yeah i do so the thing with family matters is for the first season and this was its first season 89 90 is urkel was not in every episode he was actually just a guest recurring character for he was in about half the episodes yeah i mean the yeah. show really became urkelized i'd say I, by I season three it yeah. wasn't by this season though this no. he was just kind of like their idiot next door neighbor like he yeah. wasn't stupid i mean he was like a genius but, but he a was doof. He didn't understand things. He didn't understand things. So basically, Family Matters for its first season or two was very much a normal family sitcom. Very okay. much like Full House in a lot of ways. And I'm sure as the lineup goes on and we'll probably be hitting Family Matters a lot, we'll go into a little bit of oh, what, yeah. what happened to yeah, the show. Exactly. So then what do we have after that, Quinn? We had Perfect Strangers so it got returning. The, it got the prime time, 9 o'clock spot now, now. Now, Perfect Strangers went on for a couple more seasons, but we're in the later, We're actually we're more in the thick of it, right? We're in the middle of the run yeah. the middle of the run we're not yet at when they like get married and move no, no, into no. that house or whatever a little bit later okay and then we have uh just the 10 of us again which i guess it i can't ended. believe it returned because yeah. it never came back after that it's not really one of the more notable shows so as we move on to the 1990 91 season this is the first season i truly remember watching as it happened this is probably yeah i this is definitely when i watched because there's a couple there's a, a difference here there than most of the other seasons right originally these were all fall spring winter like everything like they were all throughout consistent yep this now we have like modifications as we go through the seasons here so throughout the entire run of 1990 and 91 full house was fall winter and spring correct however family matters only was around for fall and winter at the 830 spot in the spring, they decided to bring in, in the 830 spot, dinosaurs. So that's... Jim Henson's dinosaurs. Yes. Now, that is a show that a lot of people 
that I know seem to misremember as a kid's show, but it really <laughs> no, it, was somewhat <laughs> of a darker adult sitcom. So Dinosaurs was, you may remember it as like the show with the baby, mm-hmm. the baby dinosaurs. I'm the baby, like all that bullshit. Not the mama, not the mama, not the mama. Not the mama, that stuff, yeah. yeah. But it really was basically, it was think like of Roseanne. like Full House Family Matters, if you want to relate it to TGIF. Sure. With dinosaurs, like animatronics, yeah. like it was like this was Jim Henson's one of his last projects, I believe. Yeah. Like it, I don't think he, in fact, I think he had passed away by the time it started. I think you're right. But he, this was one of his last works, so there was some hype there. I recall, I remember mm-hmm. that there, Jim Henson made this or whatever. Yep. yep. And it was kind of, if you think about it, it, was revolutionary for its time because it was an entire show with no people in it. Yeah, I mean, the closest you had had would be like the 60s with the Flintstones as a sitcom. Yeah, but, but it wasn't this animated. wasn't animated, yeah. right. So it had very elaborate sets. I remember that, like animatronic yes. dinosaurs and like they were very, they were, they seemed very lifelike at the time. Very I, I well mean, done. If you look back at it, it's yeah, not anything. But it basically, they even had like almost like an Eddie character. Yeah. Like the kid with the, with the mohawk uh-huh. the dinosaur yep. and like and carl version of like the di- the dinosaur dad i don't even remember his name and he was fat <laughs> yeah he was just huge and then like basically again like harriet but she was like a stay-at-home mom that dinosaur right and, and then they also had the daughter and they had the daughter and for the record dinosaurs actually ran until 1994 but it, i don't believe um well don't actually it, it does return to tgif later so but at a different time. A different time. So what do we got next for the 9 o'clock? So the 9 o'clock spot, again, split. In the fall and winter, Perfect Strangers returned into its same slot okay. at 9. By the time we got to the spring, Family Matters was moved Aha. to the 9 o'clock slot because in, in, Dinosaurs took its place at the 8.30 slot. Okay, so at this point in time, Perfect Strangers is is still okay, but it's it's nearing the end of its run. Right, it's still getting a 13.5 in the ratings, number 37, though. Overall the, All they the cared year. about is number the numbers yeah. back then because everyone got... This is a, an era where if you weren't on cable, if you were on the networks, you right. were getting in the teens or something right, for ratings. Yeah. So it's like because most people had that. And what was Family Matters? Family Matters was getting a 15.8 in that same slot Wow! come the spring. So okay. Family Matters is moving better. on up. Although Family Matters still retained at number 16 for the season or whatever. 16 is good. Yeah. That's honestly, that's and not bad. By the bad. way, Full House, I didn't say, was getting a 16 rating with a 15, a number 15. So it was right ahead of Family Matters. Which makes sense because it was a better show. Now, here's where things get interesting. What do we got? In the 930 slot, the death slot, so just the 10 of us is now just gone. Good. F that show. Nobody cared about that show. <laughs> so, But to replace it is more garbage. Going places for fall and winter. Now, okay. I know you want to talk about going places. You and I, <laughs> every now and then, we'll throw on the intro of going places from YouTube. Yeah. Going places is like the most Miller Boyetti intro I've ever seen in my life. It's every single trope of like a Miller boy at you know full house perfect strangers family matters intro you can think of the cheesy theme song the inspirational <laughs> lyrics right the happy chorus characters smiling confidently yeah. as they're introduced and like walking in and bumbling around like always like when their name shows up they might like trip over yeah. something or drop something yes. like and then of course the tag scene <laughs> this is my favorite part where they're all making dinner dancing around like freaking <laughs> oh, yeah. idiots yeah dancing around like fools and then 
and this is my favorite. This is also another favorite of the opening is the fact that you know how like in Full House they're like in a car at the end. Oh yes, there's a there's a pan out shot where they're in a car like going like going places. They're, they're going, going places. They're going somewhere in like a retro looking car, like a '60s car, just like Full House, and like it pans out of the city, just like Family Matters. Awful, like, just <laughs> ridiculous. Awful. And you want to go on what it was actually about? Yeah, the like, whole thing with going places is it was designed to be ABC's adult sitcom, hence it's 930 spot. Well, adult in a Miller Boyette sense. Yeah, about as adult as Miller Boyette can get. Right. And it was about television writers. Right. Very strange. Super meta, actually. Very meta. And weren't they like aspiring actors, too? Some of them are, there was an agent. There might have been one that was an actor. And I know they brought in a younger Stacey Keenan from another show. From another show that we'll get to. Well, we should say. Step by step. Step by step. Don't delay. It's time to Play the Monopoly game. <laughs> I want to be the hat. You want to be the hat? Because I want to be the hat. Okay, I'll be the hat. The show sucked, and Quinn and I tried to watch a couple <laughs> episodes. It's a bad show. It's not very good. It's it, basically just, it's your typical Miller Boy affair, but just they try to make it adult-y, sort of. Right. Not good. Yeah, and I, I'm assuming that bringing in Stacey Keenan was supposed to make it younger or something. Yeah, it's I like think they so. realized they fucked up and then they were like, <laughs> let's change this. Now, did it even make it the whole TGIF season so, in that slot? It made it made it to the winter. So get this. Okay. Basically, they try to replace it with another show. What is that? Baby Talk. Okay. Do you know anything about Baby I Talk? I do. Baby Talk was basically Look Who's Talking the sitcom. Oh, it's that show. I remember that, but I don't I that didn't that did lasted a couple weeks, right? Well, it actually lasted two seasons, but not in that slot. So they just were like, get out of here. Like, right. So now you know first of all, it was baby Mickey instead of Mikey. And do you know who the voice of Baby Mickey was? It was some celebrity, right? It was. It was a pretty famous sitcom actor. Who? Tony Danza. <laughs> well, that's a good pick because yeah. in the original, who who was it again? I remember Bruce Willis. It was that's what. I, okay, I thought Mikey, it was Bruce Willis. Yeah. I didn't want to like just state that, but it was. Yeah, it was okay. So it was Bruce Willis. That show got a fourteen in the ratings and a number thirty though. How did it crack the top thirty? Well, just barely, but still well, probably from TGIF. But I'm assuming they moved it to like Tuesday or Wednesday, right? You're or gonna, th- did they move it to Thursday to compete against NBC? Maybe I doubt it. You're going to tell me that there were t- only twenty nine other shows better than it <laughs> well <laughs> on I, it, television it's also, there's there's only so many shows in a night i guess right yeah that's true um how how long did that last because apparently it was so, replaced so i it doesn't tell me how long it lasted however it says they just moved perfect strangers to the nine thirty slot because <laughs> family matters took the the nine o'clock spot so that's then they good. shifted perfect strangers back so that's kind of an optimal lineup if you think about it by the end of in the spring they had full house dinosaurs family matters perfect strangers that's much better because yeah. perfect strangers is the true adult show because they oh, yeah. never pandered to kids on that balky was goofy there was never even kids on the show no i don't recall there being kids it was just two adults and it was two adults together goofy hijinks and everything but it's yeah. a great show fantastic so much show. fun so let's move on to 91 92 i do want to make one more mention here before mm-hmm. we do that 1990 91 that's the first season with the iconic theme it's friday night and the moon is right, right. okay yeah, yeah. Fun. that okay. song never and i can't stress this enough ever fucking do that again 
So anyways, we move on to 91, 92. What do we got on tap, Quinn? Okay, so now this is more of the lineup I remember. Okay. Now, As do I. Full House is completely out of the picture. That's right. Because it, it moved to Tuesday, moved didn't to it? moved to Tuesdays at 8. I remember more Full House being on Tuesday. Yep. So this is this becomes like a staple mm-hmm. for many years from this point on. Yep. Family Matters in the opening slot. Totally made sense. Yep. Right show. It's a good way to open. So then... New Kid on the Block next. Right. New Kid on the Block. Step by step. Stacey Keenan <laughs> moves to a much better show. So now, how do these two shows do in the ratings this time around? Okay, so now Family Matters has moved up to 20... Actually, it's moved back. Moved back. To 28, number 28, 13.5 rating. So it's got... It, the shift hurt it. It's still in the top 30. Now, Step by Step, its debut season got a 13 and a number 35 on the ratings. Not bad for a yeah, debut. You also have to remember cable's starting to become a thing at this point. Yeah, it's becoming more prevalent. As the years go by, I'm, I'm assuming these ratings are going to go down because cable. Right, because cable. Now, Step by Step, let's talk about that for a second. Mm-hmm. That was somewhat of a reimagined 90s version of the Brady Bunch. Right, and I think it was a good recovery from going places. It was <laughs> the way to do the, the way what they needed to do. That was a good addition for Miller Boyette there. Yeah. What you had basically was Dallas's Patrick Duff as a dad, yep. Frank Lambert, and he had three kids. He had a uh, JT, Al, Alicia, but she was always called Al. Yeah, and the tomboy. other kid, and I don't remember. <laughs> Bra- no, Brandon. Brandon. But no one cared <laughs> no, about Brandon. Young, Brandon sucked. <laughs> he was the shitty kid. He like, was the shittiest kid. Because there always kid. is. It's like, remember in Family Matters, there was the other sister. Judy Winslow. Yeah, and she, like, she was in like a couple of seasons, and they just, like, they got to the point where she was in the opening, just like playing with her dollhouse, and then you would never see her. Like, she was only in the opening. It's true. Just like sometimes, like, Grandma in Family Matters, with, she would just be swinging the tennis racket in the opening, but then like you, she'd only appear if there was like sage advice needed. Like, Mother Winslow, you Mother mean? Winslow, yeah. Mother Winslow. Yeah. But yeah, so with step by step, you had Frank Lambert, a contractor. You know, your tip. This took working place, man. Working man. This took place in Wisconsin. Yeah, very strange setting for a sitcom. And of course, he marries on a like one night stand type of thing in Jamaica, I believe. Oh, really? I thought it was like I thought it was quick, but I didn't think it was that like one night yeah. standing thing but he gets married to three's company's own uh, Suzanne, Suzanne Summers, Summers Carol yeah. Foster and she has of course three kids of her own right and she has Dana played by Stacey Keenan she has um oh man Millie what's her name Karen <laughs> Karen that's Karen her. is the middle and then child the dorky kid I don't I don't <laughs> Mark Mark yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> the dorky kid the dorky with the kid. Sally Jesse Raphael glasses and now if you remember in the original season there was also some kind of grandma character <laughs> first year carol's like fucking hair salon is like connected to her house remember no that's later that it's that's the first season too oh but when does um balky come (laughs) in as like a french guy we'll get to that later please (laughs) hold the balky until later so for the first season next to the house is carol's hair salon with grandma and her fat sister (laughs) carol's wait what Carol's fat sister. I don't remember the sister. It's real. But I do remember in their backyard, Cody lived. In a van. They're like... Frank's nephew. Their strung out nephew who was like... He was definitely on drugs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... No, no. The the, the fat grandma and the fat uh, sister are only for season one. The fat sister is a Patrika Darbo character actor. Oh, wait. I remember her now. Yeah, and Peggy Rhea is the mom. But, um... (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll get well, well there's more step by step to come i know that much so so it gets very confusing okay so now the nine o'clock to ten o'clock gets very strange why don't you do it by season okay so in the fall perfect strangers takes the nine o'clock okay. spot now good and i think perfect strangers starting to fade out now i don't think it is it's got I mean, one we, more year left. we definitely have to be nearing the house season one, uh, this like, might even be i think the next season is okay, the house so season. what happens in perfect strangers basically is balky and course and larry they go and get married <laughs> course to their, their longtime girlfriends in the show jennifer and marianne and so now they try to change the show into this like two uh, the married couple that two married couples that live together right in like a big old giant house, house. A giant well the joke was it was like they bought this giant house thinking they got a great deal but it was like all broken and they were always like fixing it up Larry and Jennifer bought it yeah and they couldn't afford it yeah without having two people live with them and of course that would be balky and marianne and then they decide to like it basically it's them fixing the house it turns into like the, the money, money pit, pit. <laughs> basically the show yeah right and like you know like the washer dryers like you know the bubbles and dancing around yeah <laughs> the it's usual shit like that so then in the 930 slot that your baby talk gets, still gets brought back so i thought baby talk was gone but apparently it gets brought back but baby talk i guess is really shitty or something because <laughs> so by the winter they say no 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 that baby talk is going to replace perfect strangers in the nine o'clock so maybe hoping that that would help it right, right of course but now they've taken perfect strangers completely out of the loop i believe they moved they tried moving perfect strangers to another night okay or something i don't know or it, it moved to saturdays it okay moved to saturdays yeah and that's really like death that's like, a death slot yeah. yeah and then a show comes in called billy i've never okay. heard of this billy was a spinoff <laughs> believe it or not oh my god i see head of the class what the fuck was that and you know how long it was on for like three months in 1992. Oh my god. I don't know anything about it other than it was like <laughs> the teacher from head of the class. Yeah. So that is the winter. What do we have for spring of 92 so now? then apparently I guess they figured, well, baby talk's not working again in nine o'clock. So they move it to 930 and they bring back dinosaurs, which I know dinosaurs is on it on Tuesdays. At yeah, some it was. Point. Yeah, it was. So like, so dinosaurs is now in the spring now back into TGIF. It's really getting a little loopy there on TGIF the at 92. The 9 o'clock, they, they can't figure out what to do with the 9 o'clock hour. And the 9.30, apparently. Well, I'm saying the, out, the, whole, the hour, whole hour. The hour yeah. as a whole. Right. So, Do we have more stability for 92-93, hopefully? Well, okay. So the 92-93 season's strange because now we go to this only the fall and the spring. Okay. There's no winter. There's no winter. I don't know if that's a reclassification or something, oh, but it's only for like a year. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. Maybe that means it stayed the same. I don't know. Maybe it stayed the same. I don't know. But anyway, so Family Matters, the anchor in the first slot, of course. It's becoming very urkalized by 92, it's 93. It's super urkalized and the ratings are going down. What are, we at? what are we at? Now we're at 32 at a 12.6 rating. Okay. Not tr- dramatic, but they no. were at 28 previously. So that's like four slot down okay. step by step kind of gaining some footing now but now so initially in the fall they decide to keep dinosaurs right okay so dinosaurs was still dinosaurs <laughs> dinosaurs yeah dinosaurs was still there but dinosaurs now is like down to like a 10.1 rating and only number 61 in the rankings that's terrible like that's really really bad what's for, weird though is it it stayed on for a while longer but i think dinosaurs that didn't i feel like it only lasted like three seasons like in in my memory of it you know 
So, like, right. I can totally see what was going on there. And now they bring in a show called Camp Wilder. Do you remember that? What was that, the 930? That was the 930. I don't remember it in it, all honesty. It's about a young woman who opens up her home to the friends of her younger siblings who sought a judgment-free hangout and who regularly went to her advice. Judgment-free hangout? This sounds terrible. I'm I don't remember to see this if it's show like Miller Boyette or anything. Yeah, I don't remember this at all. So that apparently sucked because it was number 77 <laughs> in the 930 slot. Well, at least it cracked the 100. <laughs> With a 9.1 a 9.1 rating on network TV is awful. Yeah, relative to everything else especially. So, so then for the, the spring the, that whole like nine o'clock hour was ass like, <laughs> like seriously like that's a terrible performance yeah, on is. both parts it is you're right even dinosaurs so damn it dinosaurs no wonder you're extinct so then they hit the spring and they obviously they keep family matters and step by step because sure. those are doing great of course and and they go let's bring in a show called getting by yeah this one was weird this was aunt rachel from family matters but it's different character but telma hopkins wait they gave aunt rachel we forgot to mention aunt rachel telma hopkins she was actually a very famous singer with tony orlando and dawn she was one of his singers tony orlando and dawn that's the name of his singers was dawn i'm not familiar with that were they all big in the 70s or something yeah okay you know tony orlando i've heard of tony he guest starred on the cosby show once but, like, everyone what, guest starred on he, the Cosby show. Was that, like, the challenge tap dancer guy? Or who was <laughs> a different guy? Challenge! <laughs> and then, okay, so then yeah. that show is, like, number 39. So that's a little better. That's much better yeah, than Dinosaurs, well, right? Well, Hopkins was a big name. Right. But I don't think that would be enough to... You would have to be 30, at least, I would think, for them to keep you, right? I guess. I don't know. Well, anyway, then <laughs> 930 gets where i live sure that was a show that uh barely lasted and that starred doug e doug who, who? You, you might know you might know quinn and maybe you folks doug will e. too so i need to see a picture of him doug e doug was griffin on cosby griffin was he theo's friend no not the cosby show oh cosby remember griffin <sighs> I don't remember because Cosby. All I remember is like he's not the same or something. Like, and it was it was like baffling to me as a kid. But he's still married to Felicia Rashad. Yeah, it's like, but it's not him. It's not him. And it's though. like he's not. Even, he never was a doctor. Nope. He, and he's like a working class Doesn't guy. Doesn't he work or like an airport or something? Yeah. In that? Like it's so strange. <laughs> Florist. What is he? That was one of the most disconcerting shows. Like I was so confused by it. I was Their too house for a is while. Like different. Yeah, and they only had one kid. Yeah, it, I, <laughs> but where I live, never heard of it. Never heard of it. Yeah, let's move on to ninety three, yeah, ninety four. This so, seems like it was like kind of a disaster because the ninety three, ninety four season. I'm going to tell you this. Yeah, I feel like this is one of the strongest lineups, the most memorable lineup to me, and then you can see some recovery in the ratings too. I will say you are correct in a sense, although my personal favorite lineup was yeah. the one that had Full House in the 8 o'clock spot. But that's only because it's the first one I remember. Yeah, to me, Full House always more belonged in the Tuesday slot. I think it, it I did it was well a stronger there. show. And it, was, felt, it, it, it didn't need to be in the TGIF slot. I mean, that's, that's why these are like the fond memories I sure. have. I, I'm going to agree with you here. So why don't you give us, a, give us a little rundown, Michael? So they went with this for the most part for the fall, winter, and spring. There's only with one exception. Mm-hmm. So Family Matters, of course. And Family Matters now has a ratings recovery. It's the same rating of a 12.6 however okay. they move up to the 30th spot not bad so that's still top 30 top 30 right yep now they bring in 
a favorite for I bet a lot of our fans, especially people a bit younger than us. Maybe yeah, Boy even. Meets World comes in now. This is the original season where they're like young and they go to the different school and like Depanga's like in his class as a kid and yeah. like Mr. Feeney's the teacher the and not teacher the principal or the dean or whatever yeah. he became. Yeah, and Topanga's like a hippie. Yeah, and Eric is kind of not. He's not as stupid. He's just like he's he like doesn't care. Athletic or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the, his sister, Corey's sister, is still on the show. Remember when she like disappeared and they came back? And Mr. Feeney still lives next door, but again, he's the teacher. Mr. And, like, Matthews. Mr. Matthews. And also there's like the dad owns the grocery store. He doesn't own the grocery yeah. store. He's like the head of the grocery store or something. Yep. And it's a good show. And that sister is in it too. The first version of her because they replaced her, I believe. Yes, they did replace her. Yeah. So... Boy Meets World was kind of the spiritual successor to the Wonder Years, but you think? in sitcom form. Yeah, well, just of, because of Savage. Well, yeah, it's Ben Savage, folks. You probably know that show. If yeah. you're born in the 80s or early 90s, you would probably know Boy Meets World. It will become a staple of TGIF, as we'll see later on. Right. So what did they move to the 9 o'clock spot then, Michael? Step by Step. And I remember Step by Step was in here for a while. Yeah, and Step by Step was... Still an okay show in 93, 94. It was starting to mature, I think. Yeah, it, it wasn't too bad. They were finding their legs, and I know there was a lot of very special episodes. Like, remember that time, like... Dana almost got raped? Yeah, and Cody had to, like, step up or something. MB kickboxer part two or whatever. Yeah, and then, like, Dana <laughs> stops hating him after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he, and I remember when Dana also started dating uh, Nelson from Full House. I don't know if Rich that... Rich I don't know if that happened by this point, because... It didn't. No, there, there's... None of that did. I remember there was this moment in Step by Step, and I felt like as a kid, right? Yeah. That the show like disappeared for some reason, and I don't know why I thought this, but then like they come back one season, all the kids seem like dramatically older. They're like more teenagery. They never took a break. They never did. I know. It's just in my brain. You never thought this? No. Okay. What do we got going on for 9.30? 9.30. This is what... These are some good memories for me. Okay. So they bring in Hanging with Mr. Cooper. I love this freaking show. Now, this, folks, was another attempt right. to have an adult-oriented show. Yeah. And it was uh, starring Mark Curry as right. Mark, Mark Cooper, was I think. an up-and-coming comedian at the time. At the time. And he played, if I remember correctly, like a... Um, High school basketball coach. And he was like an ex-basketball player, right? right. And, so he was going to do things for the kids now that he was... Right. Right. retired and this is another miller boy yet of course and his uh, best friend but also love interest later was vanessa if i vanessa, recall yes and in the first season there was another roommate who was like yes. more their age yes you remember this yes i do I forget her name because she was only for one season mm -hmm. but um she was there instead of the freaking other the mom with the kid that with right. raven simone and all that which was later was so, raven was it raven simone yeah she was the daughter now, wasn't Denise from Full House also on the show for a while? It I wasn't Denise, so. though. It was definitely Raven Simone was the daughter, but not initially. Again, remember, Hanging Mr. Cooper was more of an adult show initially. Yeah, you're right that it was that Raven Simone was on it, but I think Denise from uh, Full House. Yeah, she was Journey like a Smollett, friend yeah. or something. She was on the show sometimes. Well, after her show collapsed on like some other thing. Remember with the she kid? Had, oh, that's, <laughs> that's a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, then... But they, I guess they like were test running hanging with Mr. Cooper. Like, I, yeah, I think the, they moved it around that fall and winter. So then they decide to bring Sister Sister into the 930 slot. That's its first season. Now, Sister Sister is a very notable show, but I recall it being on Tuesdays more. Well, the thing with Sister Sister, Quinn, 
is that it was only briefly on ABC. It actually moved to WB very soon. In fact, I'll tell what? you when. Oh, yeah. You didn't know that? Oh, man. I remember sure. mostly as an ABC show. No, 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 sister, no, no. Sister, sister. Never, never knew, knew how, how much I missed you. you. Now everybody knows I ain't ever gonna let you go. Hey, TGI fuckhead. Didn't I tell you to cut that shit out? Sister, sister, and it has a very strong showing, by the way, Sister, Sister at 930. What do we get out of it? Number 32 for the first season at 12.4 rating. That's No way. That's really, no that's wonder they really moved good. it out. Well, I'll get to what it was in a second, but just so you know, Quinn. So it was a mid-season replacement in April of 94. Yeah. It was only on ABC until April of 95. It was then picked up by the WB in September of 95. Wow, it was that short, huh? And it ran until 99. Yeah, I know it went pretty long. Now, Sister Sister starred twin sisters, um, Tia and Tamara. Tia and Tamara Maori, and their younger brother, Taj, was uh, Teddy on Full House. He also later on had his own show called Smart Guy. Are you sure it was, Taj they had Maury. a younger brother? Taj Maori. Okay. Teddy. Well, Teddy from Full House. Well, here's the thing. Don't is doubt me. The thing with this show was that the mom and dad were not married. They were they were separated at birth or well, something. I mean, they in, were real, both... in real life, their younger brother. Oh, okay. Taj I'm just Maori. talking about the kayfabe of no, it. No, I'm yeah. not kayfabe. <laughs> kayfabe. That's the, the storyline. That's a wrestling term meaning storyline, folks, if you're not familiar with the great art form of professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah. No, their real life, Quinn, yeah. younger brother, Taj Maori. He was Teddy on Full House. Right. And he also had his own show later on called Smart Guy. Remember we were, right. he was in high school, but he was like 10 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I remember Smart Guy. Show that show sucked. was dumb. It was really dumb. But yeah, Sister Sister was good. Tim Reed was the dad. Yeah. And it was basically like, what was that? The Parent Trap? Yeah, it was basically, it's the, basically parent the Parent Trap. It was the Parent Trap. But they, I don't think, the thing about that show is, I, if I recall, the parents never got together. There was like a suggestion. Oh, no, no, there was like no. one episode where yeah. they thought maybe, but it didn't they work out. They never did. The mom, yeah. they were both nice parents, too. Yeah, but they were complete opposites. Complete opposites. That was the whole humor in the yeah. show, you know, was that they were yeah. complete opposites. Good show, though. Always liked it as a kid. Yeah. Now, look, Ray, I'd rather have my eyes sewn shut, my toenails ripped off back, with stuffed up my nose and Enough my teeth. Enough foreplay. <laughs> and let's run through 94, 95. Okay. 94 and 95. Fall, winter, spring, family matters, of course, because mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yep. But now it's like, if I recall, it's very Urkelized at this point. It's like, I want to say, like, we're getting to the point when the Urkel theme song existed and all that. Like, yeah. and then Stefan is a thing. We're, 94, I think 95 is where Stefan first yeah, appears. It, yes. Yeah. Yes. So that, and he becomes a big driver in that show. He's so annoying by yeah. then. Urkel is so fucking annoying by <laughs> this mean, period of time. The Stefan thing was a good refresher for me. For that show. It was different. I, yeah, it was different. And it was like, he has a cool character. Sure. That, and it would appear rarely enough. Sure. Remember, they eventually like got to the point where he made like a cloning machine. Yes. And then they they turned the Steve clone into Stefan so that Stefan could just exist as separate, a separate thing. Yeah, yeah. Un- that's We're getting close to that. <laughs> so how did that do in the ratings this year? 35, uh, 11.6. Okay. Not bad. Um, Boy Meets World in from fall to winter in the 830 slot. Okay. Step by step, the whole way through. Nine o'clock? Yeah, but Not step bad. by step had a drop in the ratings at well, number 40. Had a drop in quality, too. Yeah. Well, we're not yet at the teenage years for the no, kids, but... but this is where it starts to get not as good. Uh, the teenage years were the revival for me. And then hanging with Mr. Cooper the whole time. Hanging in? Hanging in. <laughs> now, for some odd reason, in the spring, they decided to bring in a show called 
on our own. Sure. And, and what and, move boy meets world. And I clearly remember this show. What this was, this ran from 94 until April oh, of this. 95. Okay, yeah. This was the show where basically it was all orphans. Yes. <laughs> and the oldest brother was like the captain of the orphans. They like lived on their own without parents or something. Yeah, and they were all related in real life. And guess who they were all related to? Raven Simone, right? No, no, Denise from oh, Full this House. This was the Denise one. Sorry. This was the yeah. de- the Denise one. Journey Smollett. Check out the Jericho family. I'm Josh, the oldest brother. We've been on our own since we lost our parents. Now, by the way, wasn't Journey Smollett <laughs> on Friday Night Lights? Yes, actually. Great show, by the way. One of the really good five show. seasons, just long enough. Great show. And you she care was, about yeah, the characters. You care about the characters. She had a prominent role in that yeah, show, too. She was, she was a main actor. Yeah. I, I always thought that was going to bring her back, but I haven't really seen her in anything no. since then. She's about our age. Anyway. And that, and that, you know, that was the 1994-95 lineup. We're halfway through the 90s here. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, actually, that show, because I remember being very excited for it. I just, really? Yes, when it came out. I remember being taken off off guard that it existed it was like only like eight weeks long or something i think it it, it, it failed it was hard. not long so all right quinn so we've gotten halfway there we're actually about halfway through the original tgif lineup as it is yep. so we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back right after this Tomorrow, you'll say TGIF when Full House is their season premiere, Lost in Paradise. The plane, the plane! Then the comedy's family-sized. I told your mama she can move in with us. The premiere of Family Matters. Make way for the hottest guys on wheels, the season premiere of Perfect Strangers. Fall under the spell of the cutest. Whoa! on television, a sneak preview of Free Spirit. The new season begins for Full House, Family Matters, Perfect Strangers, and Free Spirit. Tomorrow... We now return with more Acid Washed Memories. And welcome back to Acid Washed Memories. Quinn, we have a mini memory we're going to go over here. It's one that I know you've told me about many times, and I believe it ties in nicely to what we're talking about today. On April 22nd, 1994, that happened to be a Friday, and something kind of important in American history happened that evening. Former President Richard Nixon died. Yes. Would you I, like to share this memory? Yes, I was watching ABC. I, I believe what would have been on during this? Nine o'clock in the spring of 94. You were watching Step by Step. <laughs> so I'm watching Step by Step and we cut in ABC News with, um, what was it? Peter, Peter Jennings. Jennings. Peter Jennings cuts in and he goes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Richard Nixon has died. <laughs> I'm Peter Jennings at ABC News headquarters. We have uh, heard just a couple of minutes ago that President Nixon um, may have died, and we emphasize that is a rumor at this point. And you're, you know, going on eight years old. Right. So you're very impressionable. I'm very impressionable, and I don't understand... First of all, I don't really know who he is. They just said former president. Right. So it's like, I'm, I'm like, oh man, this is, this is really terrible. And I, you know, the memory I have of it is that I was like, it's going to be important. Like whatever is the first thing that happens after Peter Jennings says this or whatever. Right. So he, he tells, he gives us this whole Richard Nixon was blah, blah, blah. And this is what he did and right. blah, blah, blah. And he's passed away at 80 something. I don't know how 81, old, I think he was. Yeah. Then. And it cuts to commercial and I'm like, oh my God, 
the first commercial after Richard Nixon died. <laughs> and so it was always just a funny memory that stood out to me that like I cared enough to like have to note in my brain like that the first commercial after Richard Nixon like it's like it's like a different world now that we don't have Richard Nixon alive like and like not only that mind you like looking back at it thinking of it it's like do you realize like how much that just doesn't matter because there's commercials on other channels like on you right, know, 50 yeah. other channels yeah. like it's like it's not like this this like Sunkist or whoever the hell it was at the time like bought <laughs> bought a commercial slot and they were like we buy this commercial slot to be after when Richard Nixon dies like it has no significance whatsoever no. but in my stupid kid brain that's funny like Quinn. that I thought that that was going to be the most important thing uh, of the 90s that's a good memory yeah so let's pick it up here with the 95 96 season Michael Quinn sure what do we have going on in the lineup now so the 95 and 96 season there are some changes okay but we do stay relatively the same for the fall and the winter okay so what is our lead off of course it's family matters still holding now, strong holding strong but taking a dip in the rate big time from last year number 43 okay so it went down yeah 10.5 rating right and and now you got to remember we're getting the 95 96 and cables really starting to now like explode Sure. Like, TGIF is not the only game in town on Friday. No, no, no. Yeah. And especially with the advent of and the accessibility of things like Cartoon Network. Right. Kids didn't have to go to watch TGIF every Friday mm-hmm. anymore. They could go turn Nickelodeon on. Well, Nickelodeon was not showing but cartoons had, or anything. But uh, e, you had Comedy Central right. starting to step in. There yeah, were things going there was, on. Things were changing in the world of television. Sure. So, the fall and winter season also includes Boy Meets World. Okay. So yep. now Boy Meets World, I believe we didn't cover this, but the second season had happened and now Mr. Yeah. Feeney was the principal and all this. Now they're like, in ninth grade, I guess. Yeah. And, and I think like Vader's get involved and nonsense now, like that. Now, Mr. Turner was still there. The cool I don't know teacher. If, I don't know if Mr. Turner. I, I feel like Mr. Turner was only in not the second season and then he was gone again. I don't know. I think he might have been there for a few seasons. I don't, know. I don't remember when they went to high school. To I don't be honest either. with you. But um step by step in the nine o'clock spot. Okay. And now we have to be now at like the teenager style of show. step by step. Yeah, ninety five, yeah. ninety six is actually the last full season that I if I'm remembering right, with Cody. Right. That's the last now, full step season. Step by step also would um move around after this too. Yes. So I remember also that there was an emphasis on that Al was now hot. Al became hot. Right. And there was also an emphasis that Stacey Keenan was hot, but she was a dork. And she had like white hair. <laughs> eh, Her was, hair got white. I don't know. She was the blonde and Al was the brunette. That was kind of, yeah, and then yeah. they were dating people and like JT's now got girlfriends too. Like, yeah. So everyone's like dating and stuff. And no one cares about Brandon. No. Well, Brandon's <laughs> irrelevant. There is like a sad episode. Do you remember this? Where like Brandon feels neglected. It yes, happened. It's real. Yes. <laughs> they actually went out of their way to make they an knew. episode where like Brandon felt neglected and like Frank had to like console him. And then, like, Suzanne Summers gets in on the act and they all, like, do a party or something for him. Or, I don't know. It's really weird. Worthless. And now, hanging with Mr. Cooper in the 930 slot. So, hanging with Mr. Cooper, I feel like at this point was very strong in the slot. However, it took a dip in the ratings, number 61. Whoa. That's and way also, down. Also, if you were now in the second season of having, like, Raven Simone live there right. instead, and Mark lives in that other room. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the other room. Yeah. It's, like, all different. But 
so this is interesting. In the spring, they keep Family Matters and Hang Mr. Cooper in their respective areas, right? Mm-hmm. But they decide to bring in in the not or eight eight thirty spot. Sorry, eight thirty spot Muppets Tonight. Oh God, remember, remember that? that? It was like a Muppets news show, if I recall. Do you yeah, remember that? Shit? It was like it was the Muppet Muppets, the yeah. Muppets doing like a talk variety show type of thing. It yeah, was it, and obviously strange. that failed badly because they just in the middle of that they switched they brought back boy meets world just good. back into the the uh 8 30 slot good and now here's another weird one they it's just like they experimented and both the shows bombed aliens in the family i don't remember this i do not all. remember that at all it must it had eight episodes good lord yeah i it was some sci-fi ish show just utter failure and live action it was puppets right I don't. I think it was puppets. American sci-fi sitcom. I mean, there's not much information on it. Okay. So whatever with yeah, that. Whatever. They, and and very whatever because then they just said, "F it." Step by step, come back to. So they they basically restored it back to the same thing because both shows that they brought in bombed. Mid season replacements, maybe. Right. Now for ninety six, ninety seven. This is, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The end of the glory years for TGIF. <laughs> well, in your opinion, it is, but I actually like was sort of a fan of these shows. Like, this is the last good season. This is the thing: is they started to inject to me. It's like they had Boy Meets World, and it was like for boys. Mm-hmm. So they, it was almost this aspect where, and I always felt that they were kind of taking off Snick. That they needed female centric shows. So what do we have going on for ninety six, ninety seven? So of Quinn? course, Family Matters. Like, St- this is the one of the worst seasons of Family <laughs> this Matters. This is the last time. This is the, for Family Matters. This is by the its way. last ABC season for ninety seven, ninety eight. It moved to CBS as part of their block party lineup. Right. Now Family Matters in ninety six, ninety seven. By then, <laughs> you could forget anything family or mattering. <laughs> it's <laughs> sci fi. It's a sci fi you know comedy. That aliens in the Family Show. They said, you know what? We lost that, but Family Matters can really take up the. Hell there yeah this is the era where like urkel is bruce lee oh yeah they're like fighting pirates and stuff (laughs) and he's building time machines oh my god yeah i this for some reason this show is bad but there's like some kind of like I kind of like the There's cheese. Charm. There's some charm to that cheese. Yeah, there is. It's not cheese, good though. Please. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, it's like so. Family Matters is like it's done after this. Like it's yeah. an eight point eight. ABC is like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Number fifty. I mean, it's the lowest it ever hit. Leave. So now they bring in Sabrina the Teenage Witch at eight thirty. Now this show, good show. I like this show. Very good show. Although the later seasons they. I don't she's know not even the, a witch anymore. Remember? She's like a teenage or she's a just college Sabrina. or something. Now, Sabrina, but, the teenage witch, obviously starred Melissa Joan Hart, famous for explaining it all as yeah, Clarissa. Clarissa explains it all. Snick. And it was a fantastic little show about a, it. A, a teenager growing up, but the added twist that she was a witch. I liked it a lot. And I liked her cat, Salem. Yes. Yeah, the, the, the quirky, yeah, uh, spunky little talking cat. I liked would, it. And he was very snarky, too. Yep. And then... In the nine o'clock slot, they bring in Clueless, the television show, now, the most nineties thing ugh. you could possibly get. Now, whereas the movie was great, the show not so much. Okay, so I have a guilty like admission. Yeah, I really like this show for some dumb reason because I like the movie Clueless. Right? Yeah. This show was like the low rent version of Clueless. Yeah. But damn it, it tried so hard. Like it was like 
I just felt like I could just tell they were like trying with this show. They were trying. Like it had like plots and like you kind of cared and like I don't know. It had a lot of the characters, but the it famously um Alicia Silverstone not in it. was not Cher right. from the, the movie. That they upset had, a lot of people. They had this other actress that looked like her. Yeah. And to this day, she's still a television actress. She's on certain other shows. I think she was on Another Period, a, okay. a show from recently, a comedy. But um, yeah, it, it's a it's a little, you watch it. I will say this. It's very charming as like a 90s show. You look at it and you're like, wow, yeah. this is so of the time. It was hard to get into as a kid. I will yeah. say this, Quinn, a little mini memory of my own while we're on the topic here. Yeah. Clueless, the movie and the show were developed and the movie was directed ah. by... Amy Heckerling. Right. Now, Amy Heckerling also directed Look Who's Talking. Right. Also directed... Did uh, she do Baby Talk? No, she did not. <laughs> I believe she might have done Fast Times at Ridgemont. She mm. did something like that in the 80s. I don't think she... She directed it, but she didn't write it. That right. was um, by the guy... I forget his name. He was in... Um, well, you remember that movie where the rock star or whatever... The, where the kid went was... <laughs> remember the movie where, talking the, about? where that kid became a writer for Rolling Stone or something? I'm a golden god, jumps off the roof or whatever. But Amy Heckerling, interesting story, Michael. Yeah. When I was 17, I went out to L.A. with one of my friends because his uncle is a writer, uh, was a writer at the time for my wife and kids, the Damon Wayne sitcom. He mm-hmm. actually went on to become a um, writer for Arrested Development. Ah. and But at the time, that hadn't existed yet. But anyway, so... Upon my first night in Los Angeles from New Jersey at 17 years old, I am whisked away in a car to a party mm. at Amy Heckerling's house. For <laughs> Amy her, Heckerling's house. Yeah. For her daughter's high school graduation. Now, a couple of things. A, Amy Heckerling's daughter, Molly, which is what the character in Look Who's Talking was named after. Uh-huh. Kirstie Alley's character, uh, offered me some weed <laughs> and... I turned it down, which I don't know why. That's weird. I was smoking weed at the time in my life. Right. You I were just said no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you just know. said no. I, just I mean, said you no must have got the messages, the PSAs during the TGIF was rubbing off on you. Yeah. <laughs> but not only that, another actress, Twink Kaplan, who is not a well-known Twink. actress, <laughs> who? but she is a friend of Amy Heckerling, and uh-huh. she appears in Clueless the Show. As who? I don't remember her name. Maybe mm. I can look, actually. But also, she's in Look Who's Talking. She was just a minor character actis- actress. Let me see what her character was in um, in Clueless. Mrs. Geist Hall. Oh, Mrs. Geist. Yeah, yeah. the teacher. So, but- Twink, we gave her a ride back to her house. Oh, that's so awesome. So, I sat in the back of a car next to Twink. Interesting. So that's just a little mini memory. So anyway, Quinn, that was um, that was clueless. <laughs> that and, was clueless. At and 9 I think we've, we've covered clueless a lot here, but it was a really good little show. I, I don't know. Okay. I, I think it's I think it's underrated. Underrated jam of the nineties. Okay. Anyway, Boy Meets World is now in the nine thirty slot. Okay. Which is weird. I don't. It is weird. It, but that was only for the fall. So they they realized like that doesn't belong there. What they right. do for the winter and spring then? So. In the winter and spring, they decided to move Boy Meets World to the 830 slot. Which, much better there. Yeah, and I believe it it, it either stayed there, it just, it was always there. It was there for a while, yep. Anyway, and then they moved Sabrina to 9, which was actually a good spot because Sabrina got good, you got a good opening season and i think they mm-hmm. wanted to carry that over and it can't it, it did good in the nine o'clock spot so what they do about nine thirty? so now they decide to move clueless to nine thirty, okay. right okay and it does um just about the same mm-hmm. um 
and then but they they change that they they decide that, that can't go there so they move step by step Ooh. back to nine thirty. Nine thirty. That's yeah, a weird for, in spot. In the spring. Yeah, that's a weird. And I spot. believe Clueless got like kicked off ABC and went to like WB or something after that. Clueless left, and also, as with Family Matters, this is step by steps. Last season on ABC, on ABC, it moved. Yeah, and now we're in the full teenage mode again. Like we yeah. said, and okay. B- this is what you wanted to talk about. By then, <laughs> Sasha Mitchell, Cody. Yeah. Had left step by step. Right. So they replaced his comic oh, relief yes. character with Bronson Pinchot, but not as Balky, as a French yes. hairdresser named Jean-Luc. Oh la la, Frank, I'm so super happy to meet you. I have to tell you that after spending a week in Miami Beach with your wife. Different accent. French accent. That was weird, right? I mean, really weird. Jean Luc, um, and he, you know, it overpronounce everything. Gentil. Gentil. Yeah. A sagely advice, kind of like was, Cody. He was but Cody, basically. He was Cody, just French. Now, you know what my favorite memory of Bronson Pinchot is? What? It's not Balky, believe it or not. It's as the friend in Risky Business. Oh, yeah. He's good in that. <laughs> I like him in Risky Business. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He's fun yeah. in that. Yeah. Bronson Pinchot is a weird actor because I think he also looks a lot like peewee herman i confuse him with Pee- <laughs> you think he looks like paul well, rubens he looks like paul rubens because do you remember paul rubens in the movie blow yeah doesn't that look like bron i i in my head sometimes i confuse that that's bronson pinchot well there is a scene of bronson pinchot doing coke off of somebody but it's not blow yeah it, well Forget whatever what movie it is we got we gotta anyway, move on we here, gotta but, keep going so 97 so, 98 quinn to me 97 98 was the last like kind of golden Ugh, time i didn't like this season but go ahead i think no i think they had something here they had in the fall winter and spring so this is weird though so in the fall winter and spring they had sabrina on the whole sabrina's now the family matters like family matters is out I think Sabrina's in. I think that's a logical choice for your lead. Yeah, and I think the Sabrina third season, that's like, it's still in its, its still, prime. It's still good, yep. Right? So then Boy Meets World again in the 830 slot. Yep, and that and Boy was, Meets World is hitting its stride now. They're, they're still in high school there. I remember that season very well. Yeah, is that the Vader one? Yeah, no, 96, uh, 97, <laughs> and that's Vader. And what, what about Sean's dad, Ghost, or whatever? Is not is that in that, that one, That might be later, and I don't <laughs> think the Lawrence kid, Matthew Lawrence, Michael Lawrence, whatever yeah. Lawrence kid, Yeah, I don't think he's joined just yet. Sean's like half-brother. Oh, right. Now, wasn't Sean's dad Harry the hardware store guy? Yes, from Home Improvement. <laughs> you were correct. But he dies at some point, and then he's a ghost in an episode. He is one of the few characters I can think of, or the few actors I can think of, to have a heart attack on two different shows. <laughs> because on Home Improvement, he yes, has a heart attack. Yes! And oh, then my goodness. on Boy Meets World, he has like a more dramatic heart attack. It's almost like the, any character he played was told, you're only going to be on for a season, and they would always and kill him have off. a heart attack. Yeah. So the next... This is weird. So you'll have to explain this to me because I'm very confused. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Only in the fall was you wish. What the hell is that? It was somewhat. See, ABC did some weird stuff in the later 90s where they went into the more fantasy realm. They were already doing it with Sabrina. And there was another show, which we'll probably get to called Teen Angel. Right. That's after it. Yeah. You wish was like I dream of Genie, but the freaking 90s version. It was stupid. Wow. It was not good. Okay, well, then Teen Angel comes on, and I don't even remember that either. That show was awful. I remember watching that when that was new. Basically, <laughs> that was, like, about a dead kid, I think. <laughs> what the hell? That died from eating, like, an old hamburger. <laughs> what? And then he gets sent back to Earth as a guardian angel. 
great. It's not good. It's really bad. Well, that shit sucks so bad. Yeah. So this is this is absolutely bizarre to me. Okay. So in the winter and spring, they decide let's put Sabrina on twice on TGIF because Sabrina was on not only at the eight o'clock slot, but it would come on again at the nine o'clock slot. That might have been where they were just rerunning older ones. The fill time. Sabrina was like a hit. Yeah, that was, was their best show. That and Boy Meets World. That's so all they I'm had. I'm thinking they were like, let's just give them two Sabrinas. That let's might have been that. what it was. Yeah, but it was only for a winter and spring. Yeah, I don't remember it, but that had to be what it was. But so Teen Angel stays for fall and winter, but yeah. then they move You Wish into Teen Angel slot, and I guess Teen Angel just disappeared or something. I remember it sucking yeah. really badly. <laughs> so you Wish took its slot at the 930. And now we get to an odd odd time we're, now we're near the end let's we're set the near stage. the end of T- tgif is waning <laughs> let's set the stage here because now we're talking 98 99 right now by 98 99 the whole pop culture of the 90s had changed it shifted since, yeah since the inception of tgif right? right it was no longer cool to be like have some fun show you how it's done tgif <laughs> everything was extreme in these days we're talking about the era of howard stern the era of South Park. Like extreme s- sports. Extreme sports. Yeah. And uh, in, on the wrestling side of things, if you follow that, it was the Attitude Era. Right. Lots of vulgarity, breaking taboos. Right. It was no longer cool to have a Jerry Springer. Another thing yeah. was very big. Oh, yeah. There was so much so much edginess. It was edginess. all about the edge and tood and yes. all this. So it was no longer cool to have these nice family-oriented little show you how it's done, have some fun, TGIF. It's interesting that TGIF in 97 and 98 made a last-ditch effort to have two, like, an angel show. And yeah, like, like a genie show. Genie show, really yeah. Really stupid. So what do we have for 98-99, Quinn? So this is bizarre because I barely remember this show. Two of a kind? Sure, that was Miller Boyette's last show. Really? And it was the Olsen twins. Oh, this! What, yes, we're, the, <laughs> they, they brought in the Olsons as a last-ditch effort, this didn't they? This was a very strange situation where you had the Olsen twins. Oh, my God. I remember this show now. It was the one where they tried to act all grown up, right? Yes. But they were still kind of like young. They were like 12. Yeah. They're, they're only a month younger than you. Yes. So they were like 12. Right. And they're like sassy and yeah, fashionable. Exactly. Yeah. And it's weird because it's basically like their dad is a widow. Yes. But they're in Chicago this time. And there's like some girl... That's like a student of their dad's that like helps him raise them. It's creepy. And it's just not a good show. <laughs> yeah. It's I, just don't, not. I don't remember it lasting long, but I do remember the notable, like they hype the shit the out Olsons of it. The Olsons are back. Like, the Olsons are back and they're on TGIF and they're edgier and more adult-like, mm-hmm. right? Oh, didn't you hear? A crazed killer escaped from the county jail. It was all over the news. Since you're going to be up here all alone tonight... I wanted to be sure that you were safe. <laughs> yeah, right. So Boy Meets World retains the slot, and now Boy Meets World is like... Now they're in college, I think. They, or almost. They were kind of cool back then. I, I remember thinking that Boy Meets World was like in its cool phase, the college years. I actually did really like it, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It, it increasingly moved away from like Corey's family life at home and everything. It was right. more about... It was more about like friends growing up. It was more I, about friends growing up. I liked that the brother became more eric Eric became more like grown up and he was like he wanted to help his dad out and like there was just some charm to it there was yeah there was a really that show really kind of 
It was still it's okay. The act was good. It was still okay, and Topanga was always good looking. Yeah. I always loved Danielle Fischel. Yeah, she was a heartthrob at that point. She was, and if she's out there, Danielle, still like you. <laughs> now, Sabrina takes the nine o'clock spot, and Sabrina, again, is now, it's it's nearing the end of the witch phase, I think, and <laughs> yeah. going into the more teenage phase. She's becoming more just Sabrina-y. Now, there's a lot of stability in this lineup, by the way. I'm going to say there's no changes. There's only four shows. And Brothers Keeper takes I the slot at 930. So I so vaguely remember that. All I yeah. know about it is that it was not good <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I, it wasn't on long. I don't, it, it only had one season. I don't yeah. think there's much to say about Brothers Keeper. Um, and and we head into the final year of TGIF, the, the, the classical era, the which classic we'll cover. TGIF, yeah. yeah. Now, this was 99-2000, so they made it to 2000. Mm-hmm. And it's very fitting on this podcast, the is. 90s podcast, sort of. Yeah, that, we didn't plan that, actually. Yeah, that TGIF kind of begins and ends with the 90s. Yep. So what do we have for our final lineup, Quinn? So for the fall, they tried the Hughleys out. In um the just the eight o'clock slot, and that show is okay. Is okay. It was not great. Deal Hughley is a fairly funny comedian. Yeah, was it like? It's am I remembering correctly that it was more like a um like a Cosby Show kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, like, nah, yes and no. The bottom line is, it was a decent sitcom. Like a lot of sitcoms, unless you have a really good cast and a, a really yeah. good story, if you transplant a stand-up comedian to a family sitcom. Well, they tried that a million times. It only works if you have the right surroundings. Like, I never thought the George Lopez show was that good. Right. And he's like a good stand-up, mm-hmm. but like Home Improvement, it really worked. Right. Roseanne, it really worked. Yeah. And Cosby Show, it really worked because you have a great supporting cast. But something like this, where it you're was just, just hugely by himself, if I recall, and just nobody's. It's not that good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that didn't work because it it ranked number <laughs> seventy seven. That's awful. Woof. Yeah. Eight point four on a network. So. And Boy Meets World comes in to save the day at the like mid season, mid fall. Right. To, they move it to nine or eight o'clock. Right. Now, originally, Boy Meets World was in the eight thirty slot. Sorry. Okay. Yep. And it did poorly there too. And they switch when they made that switch. They put Odd Man out in eight thirty. I'm not even going to pretend to remember what that was. <laughs> yeah. Screw that show. I don't really remember it. Sabrina retains her spot at. Nine o'clock the whole way through of this. Wow. And all this turmoil. Sabrina doesn't move. Good for her. <laughs> and Sabrina was getting fifty number fifty seven. So that's a dramatic difference yeah. between the other two. Fifteen slots down. Yeah. Then in the fall, uh, initially in the fall, Odd Man Out was in the nine thirty death slot. So they had moved they had moved it in like there was all this shifting, it looks like. Okay. And the Hughleys they moved back because it failed so bad. So they wanted they, it they, to benefit from a lead-in. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that from Sabrina, they wanted it to benefit. Now, when we get to the winter and spring, this is this kind of goes to show you how effed up TGIF yeah. was at this point. Right. Because now they move Boy, Me- Boy Meets World retains the 8 o'clock slot, right? Where, where it could be. That makes sense. In the sense. winter and spring, sure, right? Sure, that makes sense. Odd Man Out in the winter now goes into the 8.30 slot. And then <laughs> Sabrina's still there. And then the Hughleys now are at 9.30. Jeez, it got Bumped around all yeah. over the place. So now we get to the spring. Now, Odd Man Out is completely the Odd Man Out. Now it's not <laughs> even a thing, right? And the Hughleys move back 
to 830 well they never were 830 but they moved to 830 jeez sabrina retains boy meets world this is the same and then making the band the mtv show making the band yeah but that was on yeah, like, the mtv reality show they it started on abc huh so yeah there you go and, that, and that's making the band if you think about it was the last thing anybody ever saw on tgif as tgif Ugh. now that's not a good way to go out yeah but Again, if it was good, it wouldn't have gone out. However, it did revive briefly in 2003 to 2005. And I'll go through that real quick here it's before very we wrap brief. up. George Lopez for the 2003-2004 season. Speaking of George Lopez, yeah. um, anchor the 8 o'clock slot. After that, we had two splits here. For the fall, we had Married to the Kellys. No idea what that is. <laughs> I don't know either. And for the spring, we had The Big House. Also don't know what that is. This is ABC trying to reinvent itself yeah, at this point. It I mean, it, it's not, it didn't it's work not the yet. ABC we know. No. For 9 o'clock, uh, all the way through, we had Hope and Faith. I remember that. I it was Kelly Ripa. Was it really? I believe so. It's Kelly yeah, Ripa right. and somebody. You're right. And then we had Life Faith Ford. Life with Bonnie in the eighth in the nine thirty slot, which that was Bonnie Hunt. I don't remember this at all. No, this is this is when they this was a f- absolute failure. Now we have a decent show for the two thousand four, two thousand five lead. Yeah. Eight simple rules for, for dating my teenage but daughter. It was just called eight simple rules by that point. Unfortunately, John Ritter had already died. Another mini memory for you on that same trip to L.A., Michael, Mm -hmm. where I went to ABC Studios to watch a script, a cast read through of a my wife and kids script. Right. On the elevator up to the, you know, the studio where this was. Who do I meet in the elevator? John Ritter. But John Ritter, because he was currently working for ABC. The problem child himself. Two weeks before he died, (laughs) Quinn. Two weeks before Uh, he died. It's very sad. I I got to meet him. I love John Ritter. It's weird about John Ritter is I really always think about him with problem child, the dad and problem. You don't think of Three's Company? No. That's weird. That was my introduction to him. Okay, fair enough. And then we have for the 830 in 2004, 2005, Complete Savages. I don't even know. No idea. And then Hope and Faith again for 9 o'clock and less than perfect for the 930 spot. Which, and that's the very talent and TGIF yeah. is no more. And there was a third run as but Comedy Friday. It's not the same. We're not going to cut. And basically, that. let me put it this way. They're still doing it. If you like Shark Tank, <laughs> yeah. then you watch this run. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's put it that way. So in retrospective... Yeah, I TGIF. Mean, what What do you think? We like, have we have some acid washed memories of it. I mean, yeah. as a kid, I, I mentioned in the beginning, as a seven year old, eight year old, nine, ten, eleven, that was the place to be. Oh yeah, in terms of watching Friday night television, because I wasn't going. I'm not. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't do anything. No, I, I mean, stayed home and I watched TV. Definitely from 1989 to 2000, I wasn't going out on Friday no. nights. <laughs> For a, a, a decade, yeah. I don't. I don't even go out on Friday nights now anymore. Yeah. But for in all seriousness, yeah, we, this was the prime time, no pun intended, of our right. childhoods. It was. This exactly. was when we watched TV. This is what you did, and your parents let you watch it because it was safe. Yes. I mean, it tried to get a little edgy, but it I, never they, worked. They never. It never worked. But you didn't have to sneak around. To watch TGIF. Right. You didn't have to hide that from your parents. So I give ABC credit there. No, they, they put a very safe block. And, you know, I will say this. It's a good, it was well designed because if you think about it, where were the kids leaving the TV when they turned it off? On seven. 
on channel seven or seven in our area, maybe five or wherever you're from, yeah. where ABC was on. And what's on and the what's, next morning? What's on the next morning when they turn on the TV is the cartoons. And yeah. ABC was always, to me, one of the better cartoon lineups. In fact, Quinn, one final mini memory or tidbit, I guess, for you folks before we close out. Quinn and I... For the record here, you're a new fan. Maybe you've never watched wrestling or listened to our podcast. Yeah. We have known each other not since we were that age. We've actually only, I say only somewhat facetiously, known each other since 1999. Right. But we have a lot of parallels growing up, being about the same age, from the same area. Right. We were both raised and reared on ABC as our news network news network it was my everything that was our network i mean like really a lot of the shows on abc were all coming of age for me and i'm wondering if some of that is due to the influence of tgif it possibly is possibly is so folks we really hope you enjoyed this inaugural episode episode number one of acid washed memories we will be back to talk to you about more memories from the 90s because quinn and i remember the 90s we were there we were there so we hope you enjoyed this episode we are so excited to be able to reminisce away with you yes tell your friends let call, them know about this podcast call, call your friends on your landline yeah operators are standing by no cod no CODs. until next time have a great rest of your week we will see you next time Oh,